This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Hello. Hi. Happy New Year, Daphne. Yeah. On January 16th. Yeah. I was actually discussing with a friend the other day, can you still say Happy New Year? I think if it's the first time you see someone yes. since 2022, then yeah. But there's still, like, you can't in March, if you haven't seen someone, say, <laughs> Happy New Year! I, I might. <laughs> I think you should do that. Yeah, I think the year. For, for July, it's like the first time meeting yeah. someone. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Yeah, no, you're right. I think January is kind of a free yeah. pass to still yeah. say that. And potentially... Depending on, I don't know, what if someone's been, like, travelling since this, oh, I don't know, maybe, yeah, just January. I think January. I think we'll find, like, we'll we'll reach a point where we just don't want to say it anymore. Yeah, and then you'll be like, well, it's already October, so I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, is, exactly. this, is this early? Is this late? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's so good to see you. And you. We popped, I popped in to see you at work yesterday. Yes, um, you did. Which was really, really cute. It was fabulous it was to see you. A good cuddle. Yes, that was cute to see you yesterday. And then, so nice. But we, we saw each other for the first time on the, what was it, the 10th or 12th or something of January since Pride before Christmas. Yeah. Which was a cute little Yeah, it had been a good couple of, of weeks mm. when we hadn't seen each other. Actually, when did we see each other before Christmas? Um, it, well, it was before, because you were away from the... 19th. From the 19th, and it must have been... But even then, we hadn't seen each other for a few, day, a yeah. few days. When did you... Yeah, because I was, because my writing partner was in London from yeah, the 12th to the 18th. Exactly. So we literally haven't seen each other for almost and a I month. And I yeah. <gasps> oh my god! Oh! Wait, that's crazy. It, it, did, it did feel great, and uh, yeah. Daphne rocked up with a brand new haircut as well and ah, she's like yes. i did it yesterday I'm like, oh, well, you honestly could have done it over a month ago and i would like not you would not know yeah. no yeah that was it's still brand new to me yeah i'm still getting used to it do you like it i like it i, mm-hmm. I really do like it i my mum was like that is so great like yeah. she she really loved it um yeah i i just it's way shorter than yeah than my normal hair but yeah. i know that it's gonna i think it needs to grow out a little bit, and then I'm gonna be. It's perfect. Do you think? Right now, it's still it's still short for me. Right. Okay. See, but that's like easy. long for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I always have short hair, but um, I saw... you've got a good length right now. Thank you. This is honestly the longest my hair has been. It is I quite think long since. Yeah, it's it's probably like I like that length. three inches past my shoulders or something. But this is the longest my hair has been since. Not not exaggerating. Since I was. Probably 17. Really? I'm, yeah, because I, I cut my hair when I went to, um, when I was doing my A-levels and I was at boarding school, mm-hmm. in my first year, I cut my hair, it was super long, it was like past my tits, it was like mermaid hair. Nice. And then it was, I think it was my first term there, I cut my hair to like shoulder length. Right. And then I just kept cutting it, and then I kept losing it, and then it kept growing back, and then I would lose it again when it was still quite short. Mm. Um, and I've just always had a thing for short hair where, like, I feel... I think it's also a fear of my hair falling out again after it's really yeah. long. I'm like, I kind of don't want to get to yeah. that point, get really attached to it, and then yeah. I lose it again. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I get it. It's, yeah. I think it's also... I, I don't like that really, really long hair. I don't know. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. It, it gets it looks, a sort of... Sloppy, yeah, yeah, to it. It's I like that it's like 
put together. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think, I think honestly, if it got to, I don't think I'd ever let it get to the length it was where it was like, like mermaid hair past my beard. Right. But things I would like, like to see that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll show you pictures. Such a different look. Yeah, it is, honestly. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's like same face, just different. Like, yeah. Human being. Yeah. Um, but I, and then I saw um, my friend yesterday who yes. was, who you were with at the when you and I reconnected yeah last week and she was like I love Daphne's haircut she saw it because oh, you had really? really long hair in the film yeah, yeah and she yeah. was like oh my god it looks so good on her oh I yeah. didn't know that's so sweet yeah because I said oh I saw her this morning and she was like oh yeah. my god tell her I love yeah literally oh she was that's like, so good. sweet I and think there's been a lot of positive response. I just, mm. it's just, uh, it's just getting used to kind of. Yeah, we talked about how much hair does to you, like how yeah. much that is a part of your look. Yeah. So getting a kind of very radically different, and it's not even that; it's just a haircut. I didn't get yeah. bleached or whatever. Yeah, you didn't change it. No, yeah. it's literally just a haircut. But it's yeah. Um, but thank you. Yeah, looks good. How have you been, my dear? Um, very good. Yeah, very good. I am leaving for LA in next, today's Monday. I'm leaving next Wednesday. Yeah, you are. But do you know what? I have to rant for a second. I think the most ferocious, feral human beings on the planet. (laughs) I said this. I know what's coming. Yeah, because I said this (laughs) exactly this morning. I think the most horrendous time to meet a single person is when a real estate agent has a potential listing yeah holy fucking shit (laughs) those people are awful like i so myself and my partner are our lease ends in Mm mid-march and i'm moving out of i'm moving my half of the apartment out before i go to la because i come back just before the lease i think in one episode i did say that my lease ended whilst i was away but that's not fucking true (laughs) I'm just Liar. leaving myself, yeah, yeah. <laughs> calling myself out here, guys. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I'm moving myself out before I go, and the thing is, is they there's a specific. It's basically like a legal thing where you have two months prior to moving out where they can show they can lease your flat. Mm-hmm. Oh no, not lease it. Like um, show your flat. So I kept getting calls and calls and calls from these people, being like, "Oh, can we come in tomorrow? Can we come?" In? And I was like, "No, what the fuck?" <laughs> and I, my partner and I looked at the contract, and it says, you know, two months before, so that would be the sixteenth of January. So today, but I had a call with the guy last week, and he was like, um, "Oh, let's go." It was last Tuesday, and he's like, "Okay, how about next Tuesday we go?" Mm. I said, "Yeah, yeah, great. This is so boring. I don't know why I'm telling you this story. No, but it's just no. like the worst way to start my week, and." So I, I had, we had set it up for tomorrow. So this flat was still a mess. I'm literally packing my life up and trying to move whilst people want to come in and see the flat. I'm like, mm. this is so bad. Yeah. Um, and then this morning I called them to just say, can you please not open the cupboard in the hallway? Because it's literally full of my <laughs> like, shit. It's explosion. literally going to explode. Like, it yeah. literally I broke the little not, like, um, latch on the bottom because mm. it wouldn't close properly. It snapped off. <laughs> Fine, not my problem anymore. Nope. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah. He said, uh, yeah, yeah, the first... And I asked what time the first letting was tomorrow. And he's like, oh, no, the first viewing's tonight at four. Today at four. I'm like, yeah. Thank you what in the fuck? And you and I have come to the studio today. We're <laughs> on, like, a schedule. And, oh, my God, it's just the most annoying... But he was getting really sassy with me. And I was like, I can't... I can't... I can't. Because mm-hmm. I remember he had called... When he first called me, I said to him, and I didn't know he was the manager of, like, the area right. for the company. And I said, like, look, you and your colleagues need to start communicating better because you're the fourth person in three weeks to call me from your company. Really? And I, yeah, and I said to every single one of them, I'm like, you are not the first person to call me. Like, what, can I, can you please speak you to not, your colleagues? Like, yeah. why is there not a system where you all have the same fucking notes? Like, mm-hmm. don't call... You know, Olo when she's... Don't call her between nine and six. Exactly. Monday to Friday. It should be 
fairly simple. Yeah, which is. And uh, anyway, so I got really sassy with him on the phone at first, and then he explained, like, oh, those are my employees, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, so he's pretty superior. superior. He should fucking know better. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, that was, sorry, rant over. I just think that, honestly, real estate agents are so stressful to deal they with. They just have an agenda, and they don't really yeah. care about you or your life. They, they just, just want to do the business. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And I have to say that the girl who we got our flat from a year and a half ago was amazing because... She would. She wouldn't call me. She would just text me and be yeah, like, much um, "Olo, here's a have a look at this one, this place." Or she'd literally be like, or she'd randomly call me and be like, "I literally have a flat for you." And my partner and I were at another viewing, mm. and it was a basement flat, and it was really, really nice. But it was a basement flat, which I don't love. And then it didn't have access to the back garden. The flat mm. above us did, but mm. the garden looked into the bedroom. And I was like, no, but they literally paid extra to have a private garden. And I was like, what the fuck? So it was an immediate no. But then as soon as we walked out with this other girl, she was about to take us to another flat and all the ones she'd showed us were shit. I got a call from the girl Beth and was like, can you guys get here in 10 minutes? And we're like, yeah, we'll be there in five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we saw the flat and like, take it, literally. It hadn't even gone on the market That's what you have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get why they have that attitude, but you also have to respect like boundaries, especially when I'm still living there. And you know I'm moving out. I thought, because I was, you know, I rented my first flat here, and I, it was the first property in England mm. that I rented, and we had Sorry, a lot of problems. <laughs> we had a lot of problems with um, our landlady, mm. and then we called the the real estate agents because we thought that they were sort of, sort of able to mediate whatever. Yeah, we they're had. supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, we can't really deal with that. You have to go straight to the to your landlady." I'm like. Mm. Uh no, you guys yeah. are our middlemen. Like yeah, you yeah. should be the ones that we should. And we had a lot of communication with our landlady directly, which was kind of um. It's a long story. We're taking her to court because there's yeah. a lot going on. But um, but they were just not helping us, which mm. I was quite baffled. I just, mm. I I don't know. I thought it was going to be different. It's um, like why also take the service fee if you're yeah. not going to do your job. Like, it's like they only they and it was a massive help that they helped us get because we would have no idea how yeah. to go about it. So that was a major help. But once we That's had sealed the, job, the deal, though. yeah. They were no help. Like mm. 6 months into our lease, we had a problem and they were just like we can't help you with it. Um well, now that we've got that out of our system. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we are so excited to do the first, okay, this is the first published episode (laughs) of the new Tea Talks segment, but we have to fully disclose that we recorded an entire Tea Talks episode before Christmas on new microphones that I clearly didn't set up properly. We were so excited for that moment. You have no idea. (laughs) And then I ended up accidentally only recording from one microphone, and so we only had half the audio. Um, but we've learnt our lesson and yes. we are doing it's take two we we're also happy to do it again happy it to do it again great submission it was great and also yeah. there are so I think we had seven mm-hmm. last time yeah. and it had only been a week and we've yeah. now got 15 so we're not going to get to all of them no, today, but we're no. going to save some of them. Yes. Um, and some of them are so remotely similar that if I read them at, like one after another, we can pretty much talk about it as one subject, which is really interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so welcome, you know, lovely, gorgeous, sexy listener. <gasps> welcome yeah. to the first ever Tea Talk segment, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, it is a segment on the, a new segment on the podcast where you submit problems, questions queries pickles you're in whatever it is yeah um to us completely anonymously like mm. we literally i created it on like my gmail account and i li- the the podcast gmail account and i literally can't even see who submitted it 
Um, which is making my life super interesting. <laughs> but it's honestly just we talked about this the last time as well. It's it's incredible that people are actually doing this. Like I know. for us to sit here and people are trusting us with these dilemmas or yeah. really, really big concerns in their life mm-hmm. is like it's just mind blowing. Yeah, it is. So uh, I mean, first of all, before we like Thank you in yeah, advance, honestly. Yeah. And I said it on the the sort of New Year's episode, but every single... I mean, even if you just press play on the episode of any episode in the podcast, it still makes a difference to us. Like, taking yeah. the time to listen to Digest, but then taking the time to actually indulge in the culture and be a part of the podcast community yourself yeah, by yeah. submitting stuff is honestly more than we had expected oh yes yeah. and and honestly there were a lot of people the the tea talk segment kind of came about because there were a lot of people who in my life who have been going through fairly similar things and i thought it would be yeah. quite interesting to talk about that yeah and then i opened it up to instagram and i said you know if people have anything they want to talk about completely anonymously anonymously which is the key word here because yeah. I think people are afraid to submit because they might think, oh, Olo can see who's submitting it. Not at all. Yeah. I literally cannot see it. No. Um, and I deliberately did it that way because I want your anonymity to be, you know... It has, yeah, to it has kept, to feel yeah. safe and, and comfortable. Exactly. So with that, lovely listener, we are going to start the first I've actually, ever... We talked about this. It's a good time. It's been, it's been over a month since we did the... the yeah. first round yeah 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 and <laughs> first attempt yeah exactly it's been so long now that I actually can't remember mm-hmm. exactly what um yeah what submissions we had yeah yeah okay here we go okay let's go. okay the first one which is what we started with last time and mm-hmm. I think it's probably the easiest one to start with is mm-hmm. will we ever get a face reveal now oh, we did talk about this one, yeah, and now the thing is, the <laughs> Daphne does not have social media. No, I do not. Which we should actually do. We should do. We'll, we will. T- yeah, we will talk about. <laughs> we will talk about that. That yeah. that's a conversation she and I have quite often. Yeah. Um, no, as in just sort of like why and again anonymity and sort of the mystery mm. behind it. Mm. So I do not think that you will be until we do live shows. Yeah, which we will. <laughs> which we will. <laughs> until then, I don't think you will find out Daphne's face. You see Daphne's no, face. No. And in terms of me, I mean, I don't think I'm going to exclusively do one on the Instagram account. But I mean, it says in the the talk dirty bio on instagram who the host is and then you can see my instagram so oh really yeah yeah yeah. it's okay. tagged my account i may okay. take that out but it's still in my personal bio okay it still says like it still has the so people the, can actually people can actually you. see it yeah okay well but also i was gonna say you have to make a big event if you're actually gonna do it you have to make like this big, big fucking video. Video. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like who's behind the green you know, <laughs> the green curtain and yeah, wizard exactly. of oz yeah um but also m- most of the people who i know who listen to the podcast as well like we're yeah. friends in real life or you're friends with my friends yeah. or whatever yeah. um and like Olo was my nickname in my first two years of uni and yeah so it's not like I'm trying to be anonymous here yeah. I'm just keeping an arm's distance because yeah this isn't my you know this isn't my life this podcast but it is an amazing thing that I really enjoy enjoy doing uh, yeah know. and I think keeping it somewhat anonymous it's also making you and me feel more safe and just <laughs> No, I think keeping it somewhat just anonymous and keeping the face out of it is kind of making it more safe for us as well to just yeah. share yeah. Um, our deepest... Deepest desires. Yeah, exactly. I haven't gone back to this in so long, but I was just looking through like the original sort of posters that I had created for the podcast. And 
the like tagline or the logline of the podcast is um delving into the dirty minds of innocent mm. people and i think we need to get back to that a little bit more because yeah, uh, yeah we've yeah, strayed we from it a little yeah, bit we but, have. but we we'll have. get back to that yeah okay Right, right, right. There are a whole bunch of them which are sort of similar veins. Mm -hmm. This, okay, there's a massive one, which is Juicy AF. Um, And that one, yeah, that's like a whole event that took place. And Okay, Okay. here we go. Um, We are going to start with, oh, I love this one. Okay. And I think, and I actually have so much to say about this because I was recently chatting with Tyler, with Tyler, who was on season one. And she and I were talking about situationships and short-term relationships. Yes. And so this submission is really funny. Okay. Um, it's not funny. Like, it's not funny at all. It's okay. just in context well, to that. Yeah. That was so... And I, it wasn't Tyler who submitted it because the timeline doesn't match up. But, um, okay. It goes... My three-month situationship has now ghosted me for two weeks and still views my stories on Instagram, etc. Any advice on how to get his attention back or better yet any advice on how to get over him love ya okay 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 you go first because like the whole ghosting thing is something we need to talk about. yeah i it, um ella and i talked uh, we basically did like a whole episode essentially on ghosting yeah. last year yeah um or two years ago and first of all i have to just stress ghosting and i think this was even like the ta- the title of the episode but ghosting is the most horrendous thing yeah. you can do to a person yes. because you are well that's not true murder is probably bad um <laughs> like yeah there are things like <laughs> oh, so much worse yeah. but in terms of emotional how you like, communicate communicate yeah ghosting is just be uh, straightforward yeah. just if you don't want to see someone and okay this also goes into the territory of oh if he would he if he wanted to he would mm-hmm. which is like if he wanted to text me he would text me blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. that's something which Daphne and I want to talk about separately mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. but yeah. I think in this what I have learned from conversations with people as well about situationships is that sometimes they are the hardest things they are harder to get over than like serious long-term relationships because yeah. they also leave open-ended space. Yeah. yeah. Whereas that's all probably dead air that you have explored with your relationship that you're yeah. in. Yeah. And do, you know, something short-term is also, it leaves so much more room for potential mm. and explore different avenues like that. And so if you're seeing someone for three months, which by the way, that for me, my partner and I were already like exclusive after yeah. a month, yeah. which is you know, that was also crazy, but, <laughs> um, it was very quick and I was going back to the States and stuff. So it, you know, it worked out that way for us, mm-hmm. but three months is like a pretty long time to be kind yeah. of seeing dating. someone, I think dating yeah. someone. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong there. That could be different from other people's opinions, but in my opinion that for me, and then he's just ghosting you, but still viewing your stories. My, okay, this is my bit of advice. And I heard this ages and ages ago when I was trying to get over a situationship way before my relationship this was before I even went to uni someone I don't even think it was on a podcast because podcasts didn't really like they weren't really around back then I think I might have read it in a book or something but it basically said find something about this person that like gives you the ick oh I love that and make that their personality yes I love that because the best way to they say the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. La la yeah, la. Love yeah, that. Yeah. But if it's a situation ship, which was prob this that might have been your way of getting over someone else anyway, was getting with this person, mm-hmm. which means this one's gonna hurt even more mm-hmm. because it's probably the emotions of the last breakup catching up to you too. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, they're uh, just 
cut it off. I would even maybe even hide your Instagram stories from this person so that they can't be on your radar like that. I would just mm. try and keep an arm's distance as much as possible. And I also saw this like tweet or something which I thought was so fucking funny, which is every time you go out and you get drunk or anytime you want to text them, delete mm. a letter of their name off of their contact on your phone. Mm-hmm. And after a certain amount of time, the contacts are gone. Like yeah. you will have no name attached to it. Yeah. And I think that's, because that will also show you how many times you've thought about it, like within a day or a week or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. That's, uh, it's, a, it's a difficult one because yeah. also we don't really know the, the backstory. We don't really know. Yeah, that's, that's true. We don't have any context. <laughs> no, we don't. It, could there be some reasoning for him? Suddenly not. Or her suddenly not. Um, him. Did we know? Yeah, him. It said him, yeah. Okay. For him not, um, suddenly just not getting back to you. And I think the thing with ghosting is I, I have been guilty of that as well. Right. There's something really scary in being upfront with people. Mm-hmm. And whether that be, you know, it's not a good time for me right now, mm-hmm. I don't see it, I just want to be friends, I just, whatever it is. I'm guessing if you've been dating for three months... Yeah, you're probably... You probably, he probably still likes you, there's probably still something there, but yeah. there might be something in his life, just, it's not, probably just not a good time, or whatever, yeah. I don't know. But that's a scary thing to say upfront to another yeah. human being. Yeah, The thing is just, it's the nicest way you can go about it it's yeah. just so cruel to leave people on red yeah it's 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 because it's the it's the lack of clarity which is also why it's so difficult to get over and we've talked about this in different situations yeah. where it's been you know that sense of it's taken me years to get over s- certain kinds of relationship where mm-hmm. i haven't gotten that clarity yeah yeah, yeah where yeah. I, if you if you were like heard the words being you know i don't see this happening right now yeah you, you it's much easier for you it's it's difficult when you hear it but it's much easier for you to actually get over it yeah um i think for me it's always a time thing and you know you just have there has to be some time passing before i seriously get over something like that yeah and i think whatever there, there will be things in your life or people will say certain things or whatever there will be certain instances and stuff that will trigger the feeling of like yearning for this person again yeah and so i think minimizing those triggers such as like maybe it is one of those things where like they were your you know your drunk booty call every time you were drunk so maybe like don't drink as much for a little while i know that might seem like an extreme thing you know if you know you're quite a social person or whatever i don't know but i think honestly and something as small as like hiding your instagram stories from them so you can't see how many times they look or whatever because that's keeping you in the loop somehow it's keeping which is also really cruel of him because he's yeah. obviously still checking you out although i do have to say i don't think that is i honestly think looking at someone's instagram story there is not and now again this is a different conversation because you aren't on instagram yeah. is so much less stock in instagram stories than we think there is all right so yeah, the amount okay. of times i just will literally have stories on my phone and when you tap it goes to the next slide and mm-hmm. once you've watched one person's story it immediately brings the next one up so you could be like beep, 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 just scrolling mm-hmm. through it and it says you've watched the story but you literally could be like first of all i didn't even know who that was yeah. yeah whatever yeah so i think if that's what you're looking for I would I would avoid, you know, if you guys went to the same gym or something, maybe maybe try going to another branch of the gym or whatever, just for a little while so mm. you can get yourself back on track mentally into a different world where they aren't your 
they aren't on your mind all the time. Yeah, exactly. And this is so funny, but I learned this from Sex in the City, and this worked like wonders years so ago. Much from yeah, Sex and yeah. the City is special. Oh, on the planet, it's a bible yes. for like yes. you know, young adults' life. Yeah. Um, and this was so funny, and I just I think I thought about it so many times when I was like in situationships, mm. which is the second you and I mean it's just cosmic humor, honestly. But it's like the second you stop thinking about them is the second they will appear. Yeah. And yeah. so honestly, which is just sort of testament to once you have digested it and gotten it through your system and you're at the other end, they'll suddenly be, there, there's some shift within them where they're like, oh shit, I've really missed Daphne or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's it, true. It's, it's also just a psychological thing of like when you're trying so hard for one thing or you're holding on to something so tight, mm. it's more painful to hold on to it than to let go. Yeah, it is. Um, it's all a mind game and it's all something we can control because it's all yeah. happening in our brain. But yeah. we, it's a constant exercise sort of try and, and I, the, it's, it's just not thinking about them too much. And I yeah. think deleting them so that you can't, Maybe delete the contact so you don't mm-hmm. see them popping up all the time. Yeah. You're not tempted to reach out when you're drunk because that's what always happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do all, what you can do to just delete him from your life for mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And then once you start... <laughs> Sorry, the dog is just snoring. <laughs> it's not us. No. <laughs> once you r- reach a point where you can think about him without it being, yeah. you know... Um, then show him your stories. Or yeah, whatever, exactly. Know. But it's a, uh, it's not easy. No, it's not. And and I, I, but I think the fundamental part of it too is you. As Daphne said, you don't know what's going through their mind, no. and there could be a situation. At the same t- but at the same time, it, you know, if this is someone who do- can't even communicate when they don't want to see you, but yeah, it, it that's not someone that you should be investing your energy into... No, that's a good point. That in itself should be a good reminder of you to be like, yeah, no, I don't need to be thinking about this dude. Yeah, yeah. But I think that that's, you know, again, testament to why situationships sometimes are so much harder to get over. Yeah, and that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that, but it's so true because there's so much um, undiscovered potential Mm -hmm. there. And you keep wondering, what could what could this be? What yeah. is this person? You don't really know someone after three months. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so there was that one. Okay, Should I go on to the next one? one? Good luck. Right good now. luck. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, send us an, send yeah. us an update. We're and sending you all when, the love. Yeah, and when you, and when you say, um, just put in a little note that it was, it was you from that. Okay, so what else do we have? Okay, this was a good one that we went, this was quite a juicy one last time. Okay. Okay, um, and it. we talked about it for quite a while. Yes. But, okay. I'm wondering which one it is. Uh, yeah, I know, because there were quite a few. I yeah. the, This one is so interesting, and I think this one's also something we could talk... There are tons on here, but okay, let's go for this one. Yeah. I get on really well with my sister's boyfriend, and I just found out by snooping, lol, that she's cheating on him. What the fuck do I do? <laughs> do you remember that one? <laughs> I... We gasped. remember yeah. that one. We gasped. And I remember Ferb, right. the producer, was um uh yeah. producer was sitting in the room and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, what the actual fuck? Yeah, it is such a juicy dilemma, and it's yeah. awful. Yeah, it's pain, and it's, it's pain, probably yeah. going to be painful for everybody. Want you know, it's clearly painful for you. Yeah. And the kind of consensus that we won't talk about this one for as long as we did last time because we no. have so many to get through now. Yeah. But I think the main point about this one is family first you don't want to make it seem like you if something really you know dramatic like if they split up whatever you don't want it to seem like you took his side no 
also at the same time you don't know there may be an arrangement that they have that mm-hmm. we that you don't know about yeah so exactly. take your sister for oh and then we were saying we didn't know if it was a brother sister or sister sister right so take if it's brother sister i don't know if that's something you mi- might want to go to the guy first and be like hey how's it going with you guys whatever mm-hmm. but if it's sister sister i would take my sister for a drink mm-hmm. and be like how's it going yeah. you know you guys have seemed a little off lately is everything yeah. okay and also but don't admit to snooping ever no and, <laughs> and, and remember the love remember the care remember the sort of support don't yeah. don't come at her or him with the sort of um judgmental yeah. kind of I think, because again, you don't know what's going on in their relationship or with her or him, yeah. who is your sibling. So I think, you know, I think you should definitely talk to your sibling about this if mm-hmm. you were close enough, which it sounds like you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, ask her in a careful way where it's like, or him, mm-hmm. and say, you know, His sister. What's, what's, okay, good. Um, what's going on and are you okay and yeah. whatever and then she's probably maybe she isn't going to confess to yeah. that but she might um give you a little bit more of an insight in yeah. why she's done that and i think you made a really good point there too because it's uh, it's the same thing with sort of if you're friends with someone who's in a clearly abusive or toxic relationship yes the most important thing for you to do is show them that they have love outside of that relationship yeah yeah and so because at the end of the day if that person walks away which hopefully they're able to walk away from the relationship mm-hmm. they can't be left with nobody and a lot of the time relationship toxic relationships will alienate everybody yeah exactly and so it's just standing by your sister showing her you're there you love her and Mm -hmm. you know no matter what even though you are aware that she's done something you know unsavory yeah you do just have to remind her that like you support her no matter what yeah yeah um yeah i think that's i think that's fair that's it's a it's a strong one and you know we wish you love and luck and i hope that yes all the way all the way all the way it's gonna work out um okay so we have it's this is so interesting i'm wondering if this is the same person who had submitted before we did the last episode and then this one as well so i'm going to read the longer version but it's the same sort of it's okay. the same gist Love it. and they're both the same age as well so i'm wondering if it's the same person it might not be in which case it might it will make you feel better knowing you're not the only one exactly i am a 27 year old virgin is there something wrong with me people say it is a beautiful and rare thing to be a virgin at my age as i'm a fucking unicorn but i'm so tired of the pity i just want to do it mm. and then the other one it said i'm 27 and i've never had well, this is, it's similar, actually. It's its not quite the same. I'm 27. I've never had a partner. Is there something wrong with me? Be honest. P.S. Hi, gals. Really love the potty and what you're doing. With oh, it's so sweet. So to both of you, first of all, there's nothing wrong with you. Oh, my God, no. Not, no, uh, the amount of people, I'm 26. A lot of my friends are either my age or within a year or two. Mm-hmm. And I could probably name you three or four, mm, Four or five friends of mine who have never had sex before. Yeah. Who are 26 plus, 25 plus. I think what what's, the, the not the problem, but the thing with our society today is that sex is such a thing that we talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like all consuming everywhere. Yeah. Um, hence the podcast. Hence the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's also great that we feel, you know, we are in an era where we can talk about these things. Yes. I mean, it, it's not, it's, there's nothing taboo about having sex or not having sex. Yeah. It's just a very, you know, natural thing. And it's also natural not to have it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and not having a partner, I mean, we talked about that when we did the first round of this, and yeah. I never had a partner, which is very much, and, and again, I don't know what your situation is, but for me, it's it's very much been a choice. Yeah. Which is also, I mean, I catch myself thinking the same thing, mm-hmm. because it's it's not, it's, I will say, the majority of all of my friends are living with their partner Mm -hmm. so i am standing out in that sense quite Mm -hmm. a lot and it can be quite difficult because you have to defend it all the time but i think you know stand by it and if you really want a relationship it's going to come to you but it's also for me it's been really important i don't need someone to make me feel fulfilled and i think that's the whole thing i want someone where it's going to make my life even more amazing Mm -hmm. it's going to be that cherry on top but it's not a necessity for me to have it yeah and it's it's funny you say that because a friend of mine was um she just broke up with her partner and she, they were together for I think a year and a half and it was her first partner as well her first relationship right and she's like I've realized that I was just honestly yearning to experience a relationship yeah. but this person was not the right person for me right. it was everything about it was just fundamentally wasn't gonna work out yeah. but I was so desperate for that yeah and I think obviously if that you know as as Daphne said if this is something you truly really want like mm. it, it'll come to you yeah um but I think in terms of getting to it's important to get to a place where you don't feel like you need to be completed by yeah. someone else yeah. which might be a way to introspectively look at yourself and see where you think this partner might fulfill you in a way mm. that you can't buy yourself. And obviously, sex is something different. Yeah. And that, you... I mean, there's a version of it you can do by yourself, but yes. that's, but that's, that's something... That's talking. a different conversation. But I think in terms of having sex for the first time, it's also... I get that you want to do it, but you also... It's... You don't want it to be uncomfortable in any way. You don't yeah. just want to get to a point where you just want to do it with whoever yeah yeah yeah. and then it ends up being a really really um like messy yeah yeah, or even like painful experience where it's Mm -hmm. just like not safe it's not whatever it needs to be um but if you do want to just do it there are so many there are a lot of ways to do it yeah 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 honestly um and i i think i I have a, a friend of mine who was in um who had sex for the first time last year when they were 25 mm-hmm. and for them the partner that they, they had met so many people that were, they were just like oh my god can we just do it please yeah my partner my, yeah. my friend was like well, can we just do it and the I person was like no i don't want that yeah. and, and that is a good sign that the it people is a are like, good sign no let's you know let's hold off let's hold off and then they waited until they were comfortable enough with the specific person and it worked out and it was beautiful and you know they realized how fucking dominating they are and it's hot as shit but i, I think that. it is also this is a bigger conversation, I think, too, and we should definitely come back to this. And I, mm. uh, you know, I, I will ask around to see if anyone's up for coming on the podcast to talk about, you know, having lost their virginity later mm. in the, in life. Mm. Um, later in life, that's so stupid. We're in our twenties. What the fuck am yeah. I talking about? But it's also because now <laughs> it's normal to literally have sex for the first time when you're thirteen. Oh my god! I, I know, know so many that's... people. Who's, I'm like, I would rather be twenty eight. Yeah, than, than 13. 13. Yeah. Like, you don't know shit about anything when you're 13. And it's probably behind... behind 13? Some... Yeah, I know people were... No. They were 13. I'm not kidding. Holy fuck. I mean, I did things when I was 13. 13? Which... Yeah. Oh my god. That... Wow. See, but I was a late bloomer. But no. I, was, I was a late bloomer in terms of sex. But right. I did a lot of things when I was really young. But I was... Sex for 13 me is quite late as well. 
13 years old. 13 is like, you're still like, I was still playing with Barbie dolls. I mean, I'm like... (laughs) That's not a sexual human being. No. That's almost perverted. It is. It is. And it's, 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 it's never a nice experience when you do it when, when you're that young. No. I think. I can't imagine. No. I mean, also, first of all, your first time, just outwardly, is not going to be fireworks. Be <laughs> it's going to be a messy, no. messy, messy little yes. time. Yes, yes. <sighs> but listen, bless Gosh. you yeah, both. Because, yeah. because there is... You know what? Just own it. Embrace yeah. it. You are fabulous human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is... People are also good at talking a lot. Everybody, yes. we talk about how crazy and wild they are all the time. Mm-hmm. And truth is, a lot of people are not. No, not at all. No. Literally, if someone's talking about the craziest sex, sex they've ever had, chances are that's the craziest sex they will ever have. Like, exactly, exactly. And also, it's I think... exaggerated. I think relationships, too, where it's... it the. I don't know. I, this is a bigger conversation, I, and I think we it's should huge dog, we should dog ear this one because yeah. I I would yeah. love to come back to this. Yeah, yeah. But as but thank you so much for submitting these because these yeah. are really private. Yeah, intimate, moments. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's nice to share because it makes us all feel like makes everybody feel like no one is alone in this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Next one. I just got first of all quick okay. pause. I just got my co-star notification yes what does it say mine says you are de- you are destined for bigger things than just romantic love oh <laughs> chills it, it, it co-star knew what we were talking about <laughs> yes oh my god yes funny 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 okay, okay. right i'm gonna do the big one yes okay? yes yes okay here we go okay um also sorry my dog is licking his feet please don't do that thank you you're being too loud okay I am still really good friends with my first love. We have both been in new relationships for the past three-ish years since we split. But over Christmas, we went for a drink, in brackets, our partners both knew and don't really care as they get along as well. We went for a drink and we kissed, only kissed. It's a, it is tough because I know we are on the same page emotionally, but he isn't willing to split up with his partner to get back together. And I love my new boyfriend so, so much, but he will never be my ex. I don't know what to do. Oh. I know. Oh, bless you. I think that one came in like like <laughs> New Year's Day. That is wild. I mean, yeah. in just the most life complicating kind of way. Yeah. That's just Hello. um first of all, thank you so much yeah. for sharing this yes. because they the moments like this can feel so incredibly isolating yeah and i think a lot of the time it's incredibly challenging to figure out who to speak to yeah because first of all you even your best friend in the whole world or your sister or your mom or whoever you tell everything to there's still a fear inside of it and i think it is so difficult to figure out who is not going to judge Mm -hmm. so sending this anonymously was great and we really really appreciate you saying that yeah i think It sounds as though you and your current partner, even though you've been together for three years plus, it sounds as though uh, too much of you emotionally is too unhappy to be with them. Mm. And whether it is that you're yearning for this other person or whether that's what it actually is that you actually want to be with your ex Mm. or whether it is that you are just looking for anyone besides your partner Mm. I don't know how to say this without sounding like it's one or the other Mm. but I don't necessarily think it's your ex or your current partner I think it's between your current partner or essentially being single for a bit but you are saying that you love him you're what the new partner yeah yeah 
But I... The, okay, this is interesting. Because it's Talk funny you say that. Because mm-hmm. from what I heard, I heard that it's not about her not wanting to be with her new partner. It's more about... I think she... I heard it as... I heard it as she's actually really happy where she is but then her ex comes in again and she sort of it reignites these like old feelings and then now she's having second thoughts right Uh, see I saw it as a like there was something there and then something finally happened yes that sounded as if it might have been inevitable yeah, sort of an excuse. To yeah, an excuse. Right. And I think that's interesting. I think yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I think I have to say I think what is a little bit unfair in this mm-hmm. is saying that you know that you and your ex are on the same page, but he isn't willing to split with his partner because it sounds like mm-hmm. you are willing. To, that to me makes it mm-hmm. sound like you are willing to split with your partner. Yeah. But I think projecting the thought... I mean, unless the ex exclusive, like ex- explicitly said, I am on the same page as you, I love mm. you and I want to be with you, but I don't want to break up with this person, whatever. Mm. I think it's challenging to project that feeling onto them just in hopes that they feel it too. Mm. So I... <sighs> I think there's also something in, in reuniting with someone who you have been friends with ever since you split up. And what's it been, three years? Yeah. Um, there's something, first of all, thrilling about things that are not allowed. Like, yeah, you are yeah, not allowed yeah. to have that kiss, which makes it even more exciting, in mm-hmm. a way. That's just mm-hmm. human nature. Um, and also, you know, it's it might just remind you of the really good times you had. And also, at this point, you've forgotten what why you might have split up. Yeah, emotion- yeah you emotionally. Yeah, emotionally. There m- must have been reasons to why you split up mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can also be the case of when Harry met Sally, where mm. it's, it's, you know, it's about the right timing. Yeah. And there might be more of these moments, um, where you feel like, oh, I really want to get back together, but it might just not be the right timing. Yeah. And then eventually it will be the right timing. Right. But um, you can't keep having sneaky kisses. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's not to encourage that. But, but um, ah. Uh, it's a difficult one because if it is the case that you said of you just trying to find a way out, yeah, I think you should leave. Yeah, yeah. And then for, even though your ex is not there and whatever, just maybe that's what you need to do is to not be with this person. With yeah. this person. But that's just not what I heard. Right. <laughs> which is a little bit more of a tricky situation, I think. Yeah. I think fundamentally, if you're... No, the, I think the reason why I picked up on that was because this person said that the ex is not willing to split with their partner, which yeah. to me says that this person is willing is to split willing with their partner. Split. Yeah. Um, I I think, honestly, regardless of whether you... I think if your, your ex is not willing to split with their partner, obviously don't work around that. You need to make decisions for yourself and your current relationship. Yes. But what I would suggest, if you and your current partner stay together, is you need to stop being friends with your ex. I think yeah. it is... Just on, for a a period of time you need to yeah you need to and you're it it sounds like you're all pretty close which means that there might be some questions raised Mm. and but I think emotionally it is going to be very difficult for you to get yourself out of this moment where you physically are with someone and emotionally you're with someone else which sounds to me like that's what this is yeah even though you clearly do love your partner we're not to belittle that Mm -mm. but 
the the just the fact that a split was mm. even like leaving your partner is even a is even a thought mm. to me i mean i get it the thought the thought is can come and go the thought is there mm. but i think it would also be it, it depends too if is your partner looking to propose to you tomorrow in which mm. case you got to call it off you know mm. because if you are going around first of all kissing other people yeah. mm. and then also Clearly, you're still attached. And, it, you know, it was your first love. And that feeling, yeah. I think, oh, will yes. always be there. Yeah, for sure. And that, you know, you guys clearly mean a lot to each other. Otherwise, you wouldn't have made such an effort to keep each other around. Mm-hmm. Um, but also think about, like, his partner, too, you know. Mm-hmm. If he is still... If he goes and you guys kissed... And he goes back to his partner and he's still so happy with her and obviously something happened with you guys. I think you need to respect that that was his decision. Mm. And you obviously can't both, you know, you both clearly aren't going to make the same decision Mm. by both leaving each other, both leaving your partners and running away together. Mm. But I think you need to think solely for yourself in this moment of like, what is it that you want? And if it is that you decide you want your ex and no one else... Mm then you need to have a conversation with your ex up front and be like, I'm not, you know, because you can't leave your partner in hopes that he'll leave his and then you run away together. No. Because it doesn't like, sound like he's And it's also not fair that. to stay with this boyfriend if he's like your backup. Yeah, if he's exactly. like a plan B because uh-huh. you can't have what you really want, then it's better to set him free yeah. and set yourself free. Yeah. Because it's also what, what, what is what tricky saying. about the situation is that your boyfriend and your ex's girlfriend have been completely trusting in you guys. Yeah. I'm not making you feel bad, but it's just <laughs> to say that that's a really rare thing. Yeah. That new partners are so encouraging of yeah. and 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 former relationship and and especially you your first have. love as you exactly. said. Exactly. So I think what what you can do is um make him not trust you or make let him down in that sense because mm-hmm. that's going to ruin him and his Sort of, he's and his future trust exactly in everyone exactly. So <laughs> not I everyone, think, just like in a future partner. No, but that's you know that I just see that happening. That mm-hmm. you are so trusting, and then something happens, and you will never be that trusting again ever in yeah. any future relationship. Yeah. Um. So I think it's, it's literally important. Emily in Paris. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Three. It is. It is. <laughs> and I think, well, I think you know, you you have to really look at yourself and think what do I want mm-hmm. am I scared to be alone mm-hmm. is that why is that what this is yeah. exactly then I think you should try and let go of that and, and, and set you both free yeah honestly yeah Um. but there can also be two kinds of loves I mean I believe that you can love two people at the same time mm-hmm. because they can bring two different things to you yeah one might be a really comfortable safe kind of love and the other one might be like a crazy wild yeah. like not very sensible kind of love the only challenge with that is you have to make sure then that every party is aware and is on board exactly with because you that's be... not something you can do solo no I, I i think take some time by yourself maybe go and like i, I i'm not sure where you live if you live no. in the mountains go for a hike by yourself yeah. if you live by the beach go for a beach day by yourself whatever yeah. it is if you're in the city maybe take the train to the countryside for the day whatever yeah. just spend some time have some me time have some me time mm-hmm. some self-care time where yeah. you where, and and yeah, as Daphne said, think about what it is that you want because it could even be, as she very rightly said, 
that these two situations could just be your form of escapism yeah. from actually being afraid of being alone. And maybe, yeah. you know... You're not dependent on anyone other than yourself. Yeah. You're not dependent on your ex taking you, you back. Shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. And you're also not dependent on this relationship working out with, with this boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Because if it isn't for you, then there is no reason why you should stay in it. Okay. We're going to do one more. Yes. Because we are, unfortunately, running out of time. Yes. Okay, cool. So the final one we're going to end on is a different avenue. Yes. Um, still sort of about relationships, but more friend relationships okay, than anything. Friend, yeah. I'm trying to cut down on drinking, but my friends are not ones to go out and be tame. How do I tell them I don't want to drink without ruining the night for everybody? Okay, first of all, I salute you on that. Mm. I think group pressure and is just something where all... um, We can't help but feel that once in a while. And I don't know your reasoning for not wanting to drink. Mm -hmm. For me, if I wasn't going to drink, I would probably just not go as much. I would Mm -hmm. just do something else. And Mm -hmm. I would like go to the theater, like go to Mm -hmm. the movies or go for dinners and stuff. I probably wouldn't go clubbing. Yeah. Because I would know that at some point I would be, I would love, I can easily have an amazing time even though I haven't been drinking. But at some point you reach a point where you are like, okay, I'm in a different state with you guys now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I want to just go. (laughs) Um, And, but I think what, what is striking to me is if your friends are not encouraging of that, yeah. It doesn't sound like really good friends. And if they're also ones who are up for like rallying and partying and all that yeah. stuff and they Yeah, it doesn't sound like that's the right group of people to be around when you're tr- making a change like this in your life. No. Um because from what I'm gathering it sounds like this is a big part of your group relationship. Yes. Um which we all know. I have a lot of people that I mm-hmm. am only friends with because we are socially together at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And then when I am not I, when I don't have, I, I'm very much a person who has like periods of, like I have months during a, a year where I'll be like full on partying a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have months where I'm not partying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know what people to go to. Um, I would know what kind of people to go to and what people to surround myself with. Depend- yeah, I think friends yeah. have different values in life as well. I mean, have different... Um, add different value to life so you yes. can have your party friends then you yeah. can have like your girls night with a glass of wine and you yeah. know card games which is my favorite thing in the world yes it's um, fabulous. i think if you really 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 don't want to separate yourself from these people when you're going out maybe get a mocktail and just keep it in your hand yeah if that's what it comes down to and then if someone's like getting rounds of shots for everyone just be like mm-hmm. oh my god someone at the bar just bought me one if yeah. you're honestly if it's such a huge oh sorry dog snoring (laughs) if it is such a ginormous thing for you guys to be doing shots all the time and drinking all the time i think and it seems as though potentially there might be some hostility if you try and step away from the group or if you're like i'm not up for going out tonight don't want to drink so much then maybe just for the moment see how it goes on a night out when you just have a drink in your hand even if you do want to have one drink and you you know just walk around with a beer keep it for the night honestly we were i went out with a whole bunch of people on friday and the first like three hours i was nursing one drink one gin and tonic yeah because i did not want to drink that much and i was with people who were doing dry january and stuff so it was just you know it it is the nature of of being you know like going out as well and i think generally people will understand if you are on like one drink Mm -hmm. for that night people will understand if you are on water for the night people well i think what 
you can also also not expect other people to not drink when you go out with them. Yes. It's a sort of like balance of, of... And if you're going with a group of seven people, you can't mm-hmm. be like, guys, can we just not drink tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. not drinking. Um, but, then, but chances are there might be someone else in the group who's actually like, I yeah. don't really drink that much. So if you exactly. say, you know what, guys, I'm going to stick to one drink tonight, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Then you're like, okay, well, cool. Well, I'm going to just buy I'm my gonna, pizza. I'm going to leave with some other friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you say it to the group, hopefully, you should hope that your friends would be like, yeah, that's awesome. And then someone might be like, I'm literally going to join Yeah, you. I'm with you. I'm yeah. driving, whatever. But if it comes yeah. down to, yeah, exactly. Say you're driving. Yeah. Or if it, I remember we did that when I was in high school one of us in the group would be driving. Mm. So one would just not drink. Yeah. And the rest would be, like, not hammered. We would just, like, drink, like... Designated driver. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Which is kind of sad sometimes. But it's 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 not the worst thing. I mean, you can still yeah. have a pretty good time. Yeah, you don't... You, and I, I think that's also a big thing, is if you have to have alcohol in your system in order to have a good time, I think yeah. you need to reassess yes. c- certain things in your life. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> we all know those people who set themselves free when they get just a sip yeah. of alcohol. My, my roommate at uni had to said, and this is so true, for me, I, I could have one drink or seven drinks mm-hmm. and I, I just plateau yeah. and I'm at the same level yeah. and the only thing that changes it are shots. And then it depends on what spirit it is as to which That's way I you go. That's you know that though. Yeah. What's your trigger? And it also makes me a cheap date because I'll have oh, one yeah. drink and then I'm happy. <clears throat> but for me, I I could have, you know, so it depends if it's like vodka, I'll go a certain way. If it's tequila, yeah. I'll go a certain way. If it's gin, I'll go a certain way. So it, it depends. And then also obviously it depends on where you are, whatever. Mm. But I think, yeah, maybe... Try and suss it out. If you really think these people are not going to approve of it, mm. then maybe sit a night out. Mm. And to be honest, it sounds like they're going to cause chaos anyway. Yeah. So you might be doing yourself a favor by sort of, you know, maybe only going out with them once a month where yeah. you, you know, drink exclusively shots. Yeah. Like if they're doing rounds of shots, maybe only drink that. Yeah, You know, exactly. or whatever. But, but also there's so many, there's so much fun stuff to do. Yeah. On like nights out that doesn't have to be let's go and drink. Hard. Yeah, exactly. It's so especially in London. I don't know if you are in London, but like yeah. there is the the sky is the limit yeah. to what you can do. Or what you could even try. Now this might seem counterintuitive counterintuitive, but you could try going to like a wine tasting where mm. there's a certain amount that you can drink. You literally yeah. can't drink more than a certain amount yeah. at a wine tasting. Yeah. So if you go, and I know you're saying trying to cut down, so this sounds counterintuitive. Like go <laughs> yeah, to a wine tasting. But if you go to a place where the amount of alcohol is controlled, yeah. that could actually be a way of your friends also yeah. figuring out how much it takes yeah. for them to get too drunk. Yeah. And like that could be a way of mediating that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I really, I, you know, I, as Stephanie said, I really commend you for making that decision. And I know dry January, I don't know when the submission came in, if it was before dry January or not, but I know dry January is actually a lot of the people I know who have tried it over the few years. This has been everyone's most successful year so far that I've gathered, which is quite exciting to watch. Cause I, I'm not doing dry January, but I'm also not like spending as much because I'm not getting rounds for everyone. And Mm. you know, it just... I mean, that's a selfish reason to, like, applaud people for doing dry January. But I think it's... This year in particular, I've noticed... I also know some people who have said they're just... They're not doing dry January. They're just doing not fucked up January. Oh, yeah, exactly. So they'll have, have a glass of wine again. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Or they'll, they'll, as we said, like, have one drink to nurse through the whole evening. Yeah. But, but it's also... It's almost not acceptable to pass on a drink. Mm. 
today <laughs> which is a really odd thing and we all need to get better at that and yeah. thinking you know it's also just okay it doesn't have to be because you're driving or because you're pregnant or because you are yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it can just be because you're not feeling it and there should it, yeah. be absolutely no pressure for anyone to be like oh just have one like just have one yeah exactly yeah, and i, I get that. it because there's something lovely and we're all sharing a bottle of wine and we're mm-hmm. all getting drinks or whatever but we need to all be better at just accepting if someone is there it's just to have a good time and yes. not for drink, like to be drinking boundaries yeah and especially you know especially in january when everyone is broke going yes. on a night out and if someone's like i'm actually not going to drink tonight cuz i don't mm. have a lot of money whatever mm. so, you know constantly barraging them being like just one just one just one yeah. it's not, b- it's not respecting helpful. their boundaries no exactly yeah. so i think it's see how see how you feel at the next gathering if you try not drinking maybe just nurse one drink if you yeah. want to or get yeah. an alcohol free beer or whatever yeah um and if you notice your friends are just being so fucked up as well then honestly reach out to other people in your exactly. life and be like hey do you want to just grab dinner tonight yeah or i want to go key. yeah something low key. i yeah. want to go to like a wine and a painting and wine class yeah. so do you want to come with also me? you can get so many non-alcoholic drinks now yeah that it's is delicious so yummy yeah so it's not going to be like you have to drink water for the night. You yeah. can have so many delicious things or and a mocktail or yeah. like whatever yeah. you want. I mean, the, it's I I just love this question because I think there's so many layers to it. But I think, yeah. you know, thinking outside the box a little bit and mm-hmm. reach out to different people, do mm-hmm. different things. Um, stand by what you if you if you're not going to drink, don't drink. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. If you're not going to drink, don't drink. Amen. <laughs> That's the end of Dry yeah. January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, little uh, thank you, first of all, to everybody who submitted. Yeah, and if you incredible. submitted and we didn't get to your question, chances are we did last time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we and did. And then I fucked up. <laughs> um, no, but thank you to everybody. And please keep sending them in. And if you're, if you're listening to this thinking, oh, I've got something to say, but I don't want them to know it's me, I'm telling you with my whole on- yeah. like soul and truth of honesty... There is no way for us to see who sent it, no. so there, you know, you're completely safe in that regard. Yeah. Just don't sign it with your name. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless you want us to be like, oh hey, yeah. hey, hey, John. Shout out, yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Um, but thank you for trusting us with this, and yeah. you know, we've loved reading through all of them, and we're gonna keep coming back to them. Yes. You know, we're gonna hopefully do this like once a month or once every, once every other month. Yeah. So next week, Daphne and I will have another episode out for you. Probably the final one before I go to LA. There's a chance there might be another one. Yeah. Um, and then I think the decision was when I go to LA, I will be hosting by myself for the time I'm there. Um, and I'm really excited to interview my friends like in person out there who I haven't seen in forever. It's going to be so fabulous. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Because doing, doing the, in, the uh, episodes in person with people is like nothing else it's just yeah it's so much better yeah you and feel we, the energy and it's just yeah. amazing and we end up with like three hour episodes that have to be two part you know it just yeah, yeah. it's just so much it's just so wonderful that way um so this is probably the penultimate episode before i go there's mm. probably going to be one more there could yeah. be two more we're unsure yet um Daphne and I are just going through our schedules yes um but when I am back in March we will be back on it together yeah from the end of March through yeah. April and then we will continue going together yes. actually I just said that without asking you Daphne do you want to come back <laughs> as my host I would love to okay great great I great. would love to we're so not done with this no 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 this just is getting started this is just getting started honestly yeah. and doing the 
doing the tea talk segment by myself would be so boring. So no, we... this is so fun. And honestly, mm-hmm. we love you all for, for sending those in because it feels like we have you all in the room with us. Even yeah. though we have no idea who you are, you're yeah. still with us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be, it could, honestly, Daphne could have submitted some me. of those. Yeah. It could have just been us the whole time. Oh, how sick. <laughs> Plot that, twist. That would be amazing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for listening as always. Yeah. Um, we love you. We appreciate you. And you know as always get in touch you can send us a dm on instagram at talk.dirty.2.me or talkdirty at gmail.com d-i-r-t-e-a um and we were all honestly as i as i always say if you're listening to this chances are we're friends so just text me (laughs) if you want to be a guest on the podcast or if you um have some conversations that you want us to have or you read a book or you saw something that you think oh my god these two have to talk about it send it our way way, and we Mm. will do everything in our power to um accommodate for that yeah yeah Yeah. daphne have a wonderful week you too my love and lots of love lots of love